Hello, movie lovers. It's your girl, Rossi. And tonight we're going to continue our review of the Showtime series called Let the Right One In. Let's get started. Hello, movie lovers. Thanks for joining me tonight. We're going to review our, um, let's see, season one, episode two of Let the Right One In. Um, and so, and guys, if I have issues tonight, I'm so sorry, going live, there's issues. So please forgive me for that, all right? Let's get through this, though. So we open up our scene this week with Claire and her ailing dad, her dad that's dying. He is the guy that owns the pharmaceutical company. And uh, he and Claire's relationship is absolutely at odds. She can't stand him because um, he came out with this pill that was supposed to help people. And instead, what the pill ended up doing was um, people found out that if they break this medication down and inject it, they can get high. Um, and it was killing people. And he knew this. And even though he knew this, he allowed this medication to stay out on the market, therefore killing hundreds of thousands of people, right? And um, he has no remorse. And um, Claire dislikes him for that. So that's their relationship. Anyways, remember, Claire's dad wanted her to come back home. Claire's a scientist and wanted her to come back home because her brother, Peter, who he told her had been dead for years, actually had been bitten by a vampire, has this uh, disease. He's a vampire. And um, he's letting Claire know that Peter has been alive this whole time. And the pill that the dad was doing experiments to try to figure out how he can help his son, Peter. So he ended up um, um, coming up with this um, this pill. And it actually seemed like it was going to hurt uh, help Peter. Because remember, in the first episode, he was able to see the sunlight. We know that the pill went bad because or didn't help because once the sunlight hit Peter, his, his skin started to flame up and he caught fire. So Peter's still alive. Dad brings Claire um, back home and wants Claire to take over his studies to help her brother, his son, Peter. And um, Claire didn't want to give up everything that she had going on, um, but she decided um, that she's going to go ahead and help her dad um, with, to find a cure for Peter. Um, and letting her dad know, you know, they had this huge blowout where she's like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for my brother. Okay. So Claire doesn't know everything about um, Peter's um, being bitten by a vampire, doesn't know the effects that it ha has on Peter. So we find out um, in the beginning scene that they're in the mansion that the dad has. He has a room there where he does his studies. And behind this door, he has these chimpanzees that he infected with the same disease that Peter has to see how they would react and respond so that he can figure out how to, you know, help his son. So Claire's, you know, um, it's her first time seeing these chimpanzees behind this. Um, it's like this glass cage that they're in and them being a vampire, um, being injected with what Peter has, the effects on them is just, it's horrific. So you have one chimpanzee who sees Claire and he's kind of scratching on the wall. You remember uh, you saw Ellie in the last episode where when they're getting hungry, when they're 
disease or the infection starts to take over, um, they start clawing and you can hear their stomach growl. Well, this um, chimpanzee was looking at Claire behind the glass and he's just very evil, angry, the eyes, and he's trying to get at her and he has leg restraints on and he literally tries to get at her and pulls the leg out of his socket, okay? Claire is just scared and awe, can't believe that this is what's going on. This chimpanzee's leg um, just pulls apart from the chain and there's blood everywhere. And you see the chimpanzee turns around and ends up, you know, licking his own blood. So that's the effects that we're seeing um, the infection take on, you know, the, the chimpanzees. Sorry, guys. Um, anyways, um, and we saw that with Ellie. OK, so so Claire, now that she's in charge, um, she's going to um, take over where her dad left off. These are the things that she uh, needs to know. OK, in order to help Peter. And she was not expecting this. Anyways, um, also in this episode, um, we find out a little bit more about um, Ellie, um, the, the, the daughter, Mark's daughter, who has been infected um, with this, you know, disease. She's a vampire. And, um, you know, remember, their whole return to town is to give Ellie some stability. But Mark is still trying to find a cure for his daughter. Another note, guys, that I want to bring up is uh, in the last episode, towards the end, on Peter's um, nightstand next to him is a school picture. In that school picture, Ellie is in that school picture. So we now made, made a connection between Peter, who's been bitten, um, who's been infected, Ellie, uh, Ellie, who's been infected. And so they happen to be in that same class. So we saw that last um, episode. Okay. So we, we can now connect those two together, how they got bit. We don't know yet. Okay. But we do know that she was in the same class as Peter when he was, um, for lack of a better words, uh, a, a, a normal kid. Okay. Anyways, we also get to, um, um, delve in further into Isaiah, who is Naomi, um, the detective who's, um, on the case of, remember, there's bodies that have come up um, that they found that was mutilated, okay? So Isaiah's mom, who's a detective, is also working that case and who happens to live next door to um, Mark and Ellie, okay? Um, anyways, Isaiah's having a hard time at school. He's being bullied really bad. Um, he, he, he's he's uh, very eccentric for his age. He has to be about 11, 12 years old. Very eccentric. Um, he wants to be um, Houdini. He wants to be um, a magi magician. Magician, okay? And so, you know, that brings him trouble. He's already different as it is, you know, has his own little style. But then with that, you know, he's a target at school. And so he's absolutely being harassed by uh, these kids at school because of because of what he likes and who he is, okay? And you guys know how that is in school. Anyways, um, remember, he also befriends Ellie in the last episode, okay? So he uh, really wants his dad to come to the show that he has at the talent show at school. Um, um, and remember, his dad, Frank, now, last episode, remember, uh, Mark ends up slitting Frank's throat. He has no clue that Frank is Isaiah's dad. And um, Isaiah's dad and mom, if you remember, they're divorced, okay? Isaiah's dad had a drinking problem and he's doing some side work 
on the side late at night. Mark ends up, remember, killing killing um, Frank. He has Frank's phone because he's trying to figure out, remember, he's trying to find a cure for um, Ellie. And remember, the guy that he killed last week in the tunnel um, had a drug on him and also had that number in his phone, which led back to Frank, Isaiah's dad, okay? And Isaiah's dad really wants to um, make things right uh, with Isaiah because of the fallout with he and Naomi, his ex-wife. So he told, you know, um, Isaiah that he would be, you know, uh, coming to the talent show. Unfortunately, we know that's not going to happen because he has, he's dead, he's dead, okay? Um, also in this episode, I really like the fact that we get to know a little bit about Zeke and um, Mark's relationship. Because remember, um, they were like brothers. They were very close and we found out last episode that Zeke knows about Ellie and the situation with Mark and Ellie um, because they, you know, they came back to town. We also find out in this episode that um, Zeke ended up helping Mark, you know, get rid of a body, you know, years before. Um, I have an idea who I think the body was, but we won't talk about it now because they didn't explain it in episode two. Okay. Anyways, but so that's how close they are. Uh, Zeke knows everything that's going on. He doesn't want to be a part of helping Mark, you know, find bodies for Ellie. He doesn't want to do that, but he he loves his goddaughter. Um, she was able to see him and um, adores Mark, but he wants no part of it because he knows, you know, being that, you know, what he, what what Mark has to do to keep Ellie alive, okay? So Zeke does know that. And remember, Mark is now working back at the restaurant where he, he actually opened for Zeke years before and he ended up leaving. Okay. So he's now back in town anyways. Um, throughout this episode, um, I really appreciate the fact that, um, with the, the movie and also the book, everything is cold. You can feel it. It's the winter time. You know what I mean? I like, um, I like the ambiance of the, the whole show, okay, um, of the series. They're doing a good job as far as uh, relating to the movie, okay? Um, if you also remember, guys, um, um, Ellie, uh, last episode, remember when she was out in the courtyard with um, Isaiah? And remember, she was really hungry. Her stomach is growling. She came this close to biting his neck off, okay, um, ripping his neck apart. And remember, he was doing that coin trick, and for some reason— she really started to pay attention to that. And you see her fangs go back, uh, you know, in her, in her, you know, gums, whatever in her, in her mouth. Um, and she's, she's not going to attack Isaiah, but whatever he was doing with that coin trick, remember she was going to do that. All right. Um, and she ends up helping Isaiah um, with this whole talent show thing that he's doing. Okay. But anyways, as far as Ellie's concerned, there is a scene where she's in her bathroom, which is her bedroom. Um, and she's in the mirror and she's reflecting. And so we get a, a look into um, her mom, who her mom was, the fact that Ellie was bitten while her mom was alive. We don't know what happened to the mom, but she is dead. Okay. Um, we got to see the relationship that the family had, Mark, his wife, and Ellie had um, before all this happened and even while this happened. And I believe that mom and dad, Mark, were both 
hoping and looking for a cure for Ellie at that time. So we get to see her reflect back on, on, um, you know, a, a scene where she was with her mom, you know, before things got bad. But remember, she was already bitten um, while her mom was alive. OK, um, so we got a little bit of that. Also, we also got to see um, with with Mark's reflections, you know, as he's reflecting back on things, what happened that night before we got to see what he does with the body once he has um, killed them for the sake of his daughter to make sure she can you know, continue living and not turn into a, a monster because if she doesn't feed, it gets worse for her. Okay. Um, so we got to see what he did with Frank's body, which was really graphic. Um, it kind of reminded me of the Ozarks, you know, in the beginning of the scene in the Ozarks where they're in those big blue barrels where they put the bodies at. Anyways, that's what Mark did to Frank's body. He literally broke him down, you know, like he was a, a deer, like he was hunting, you know, he, he drained his body, you know, brought some blood back for Ellie that night, um, the night before. But we, we got to see how he breaks the body down and gets rid of the body. Um, and when you watch that scene, obviously, you know, you're watching that and how good he is at it. You know, this is not the first time, obviously, that he's done this. He's done this a lot. OK. And that scene pretty much wraps that up. OK. So, you know, this is what he does. He's done this a lot. And he also prays over the body after he kills the body, because this is a this is a really good man. He's a good man. He had a good family. Ellie's a, a, a beautiful young lady, um, great daughter. And they had a wonderful family. And, you know, it's it's kind of like, what would you do to save your family member? You know, if if they were infected, you know, been bitten by a vampire, you know, so he, he's a good man and he hates to have to do this. So you you notice that he always prays over the body once he's killed, the you know, the, that person, um, because that is a sacrifice basically for his daughter um, to keep her alive and, and hoping that, you know, they'll find a cure. So we also got to see that. Um, also, guys, if you remember um, at Claire, with, uh, at the, the house where Claire is at, her dad's uh, mansion, the caretaker there, his name is Matthew. You also get to see Matthew because there's a point where um, the information that Mark got from Frank before he died, he ended up getting another unknown number telling him to meet him somewhere, which was supposed to go to Frank. OK, um, and so Mark ends up getting this address and, you know, begs Zeke, can I please borrow your car? Zeke is absolutely against it. And you know, knowing their relationship, he ends up going ahead and telling Frank, you know, telling Mark, you know, you know, don't leave a scratch on my car, but, you know, here. So, you know, Mark goes out that night. He uh, follows this, um, this, um, it's like a black Escalade. He follows it to this uh, industrial area. And we see Matthew, you know, uh, Claire's dad's um, caretaker, at, you know, Mark's window and kind of knocks on the window like, you know, do you need anything? You know, are you lost? And the vibe that Mark got and you will get is Mark needs to get the hell out of there. He's he stumbled onto something that he doesn't know, but it's just it, it's not good. So Mark's like, you know what? My bad. I took the wrong turn. You know, you'll never see me again. And he leaves. So. What's up with Matthew? Why is he there? You know, 
Um, and as the, the, the episode goes on along, we'll talk about that later. Let's pin that. Okay. Um, the part where we're at the talent show and remember Ellie wants to go to the talent show. Dad says, no, she ends up going anywhere. So, you know, Isaiah's mom comes in and, uh, she sees Ellie sitting down in the auditorium. She goes and sits by Ellie and she's literally trying to get out some, um, information, you know, to find out, you know, who is this young lady that's living next to her, who her son, you know, really likes as a really good friend. You know, they don't know anything about them. So she, Ellie, you know, her dad's always told her, don't give people your name. Don't, you know, don't say anything to anyone. So she's very smart, though, because as Naomi is sitting there asking her questions, you know, Ellie will reply with, I love your earrings, you know, and Naomi's like, I love your jacket, you know, um, trying to get information. And she sees that, you know, Ellie's got a, a bandage on her hand that, you know, she hurt herself really bad because um, when she was reflecting about her mom in a mirror, she ended up getting upset and, she, you know, she broke the mirror, cut herself. Anyways, Naomi being a detective and a mother herself and suspicious, of course, you know, what? What happened to your hand? And Ellie just, you know, I broke my glass, my mirror, and, you know, goes into this whole explanation, which made sense, okay? So she's not stupid. She's a very smart little girl, okay? Anyways, um, Isaiah's on stage. The bullies are on the front row. He's coming out to do this magic trick for the talent show that he's been really excited about. You know, we heard all about, all about it in the first episode, and we get to see him do this trick, the kids in the, in the front row, the, the bullies, are just being asses to him, okay? So he kind of freezes up and just kind of stands there because he's scared. I mean, they threatened that if he didn't do a trick that they wanted him to do, they're going to beat him up. So he's scared. And this is a kid that just wants to be friends with any and everyone. This is a good kid, okay? He's not about that life, all right? Anyways, um, so he's on the stage and he's just frozen, okay? And... All of a sudden, Ellie reach, yells from the, the, uh, the, the, the audience, you know, do you need some help on stage? To Something to that effect, all right? She goes on stage. She whispers in his ear, tell them you're going to make me disappear. And I say, it's like, I can't do that. She's like, just tell them that. So Isaiah's like, you know, my final trip tonight, I'm going to make my volunteer disappear. He moves the curtains back. The curtains, you know, he lets the curtain go and she's gone. So everyone's like, what, what the hell? All of a sudden she's like, I'm here. She's in the front of the auditorium, just standing there. How he did that craziness. Anyways, it goes off great. The kids love it. They're clapping for him. It backfired on the bullies. Awesome. But still mom is looking like, how the hell does she just get from there to here like that? Okay. That's one of their, you know, um, one of the traits that they have um, being bitten is that their movement is, is, is quite swift, very fast. They can climb, you know, they can, all of this stuff, you know, vampires. All right. So that went over great, but it still left mom kind of suspicious. Anyways, they go home. Ellie wants to go and hang out with Isaiah and, um, I love when they're at someone's door and they stand there. So they're at the apartment. Isaiah goes in. He's happy. Mom's going in. Ellie just kind of 
stops and looks and just stands there because remember, they have to be invited in. They can't just come in. So she comes up with this great excuse. My father always tells me I should wait to be invited in before I come in. So hence, let the right one in. So she, they, they gave her permission to come in. And I, I love that. Okay, I really love that. Anyways, while they're there, they're playing. Um, Mark shows up because remember, he, he, he got scared off from, um, you know, being in the industrial area where he's not supposed to be being seen by Matthew. Anyways, he shows up. And um, he's he's going to collect Ellie and he sees that she's having a great time in her room because remember, guys, this girl's been on the run. She hasn't been able to um, have friends or anything. You know, she's had to live a, a, a very um, a sad life, you know, because she's been bit and she can't let anyone know. So he sees her having a good time. He wants to leave. Mom realizes and talks him into staying and having tea. So as she's making tea, he's kind of walking around, you know, looking at pictures. Her home is beautiful. Then he comes across a picture and it's a picture of Isaiah's dad. And he realizes that's that's the guy that I slit his throat. That's Frank. The look on his face, dude, at that time is just what the fuck, right? So, you know, Naomi comes in there and she's like, you know, can I get you some honey? He says nothing because he's just tripping off the fact that please don't tell me this is this kid's dad. So she's like, you know, gets his attention and he's like, oh, sorry, you know, like uh, Isaiah's dad. And, you know, Naomi's like, yeah, yeah. And then he also finds out that Naomi is a NYPD detective mind blown okay he happens to come back to town with his daughter he moves into this apartment and guess who lives next door he moves next door to the freaking detective that's also investigating uh, a body that's been you know um mutilated and we'll go to that scene where she's looking at that body that washed up last week guys and or on the first episode and the the corner is like, you know, there's like hand gouges in his in his throat to where she could you, she could put her hand in a cadaver's throat. So, you know, someone ripped you get where we're getting at. Like, OK, so. I don't know if there's there's other vampires out there or what, but this this is not normal. So the the you know, the. The coroner, sorry, guys, the coroner points that out to her. OK, that's who they move next door to. All right. So that was just um, I just love the look on his face when he realizes. And, and when we realize, oh, my gosh, you know, we, we knew it. But for him, he didn't know it. So it was priceless. His face realizing what type of shit did I get myself into here? You know, um, anyways. Towards the end of this episode, we um, find out that um, I think uh, the dad, um, Claire's dad, I believe he uh, passes away. Anyways, this scene is pretty brutal because Claire asked her dad, you know, um, or asked Matthew, the caretaker, you know, 
what, what, how are you guys feeding him? You know, what are you guys doing? You know, and you find out that dad has donated his own blood. Matthew has also donate, donated his own blood, but after a while they can't keep doing that. So Claire finds out that, um, they're actually going out and, and, and just kidnapping folks. I mean, they, they, I think that's what Matthew was doing that night when Mark was, um, you know, following him was looking for a body for Peter, you know, Claire's uh, brother. And so we get to see that disturbing scene where they're down in the, um, the workroom of the mansion where he keeps his, his um, you know, chimpanzees, all that stuff. Right. And you see Peter lying on the floor and he's chained up and he's not himself because now he's, he needs, he's, he's ready for feeding. Okay. And Claire's never seen her brother like that. Although badly burned and the pain he's in, she hasn't seen him in action as a vampire and she's getting ready to experience that. So she's, she's crying. She's wondering, she's wondering what, what's going on? Why is he chained up? What's going on? And Matthew's like, you know, Claire, you know, like he has to feed. He has to feed. And so Peter gets up and he kind of lunges at his uh, sister. Thank God he's chained up by his foot. He lunges at her and she kind of backs off. She's scared because this is her little brother. They're very close. You got to see um, um, in this episode that they have a, a they had a very good relationship. And it was Peter that told his father to tell Claire that he was dead. He didn't want his sister to know or see him like that because he knows that his sister had, uh, she's a scientist, uh, very well known and is doing quite well and didn't want her to be involved. So that wasn't that decision, decision, that was Peter's decision anyways. So this is really sad. You know, um, Matthew has this little beeper on him or something and he, he, he turns it on. Um, the leg restraint, the, a door opens. There's this guy that has his hands behind his back. There's this, this metal thing that's just connected here. And you, you see that blood's dripping and that's, that's Matthew's meal and, or I'm sorry, not Matthew. I'm sorry. That's Peter's meal. And, um, Matthew hits the button on the remote. It, um, unlocks, um, Peter's chain and Peter looks and all of a sudden Claire's like, no Peter and Peter just attacks and feeds and those eyes remember those eyes glow like a nickel um the color of a nickel actually um really silver and bright and she got to see what this what this um infection has done to her brother and I think seeing that more than ever is going to want her to do everything in her power to find a cure for him. And once we get a cure, you know, obviously that's what Mark is looking for um, with Ellie. So this was an awesome episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you all are watching with me. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, go check out the movie, you know, you, you, so you can, um, you know, uh, get some perspective of, of the series, you know, and you can see, how much of a good job that they did on this series so far.
we're in episode two. I'm liking it so far. I can't wait for episode three. Guys, you can watch this on uh, Showtime on Hulu um, Friday nights at, um, let's see, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. All right. If you have any comments, please, please comment. Um, you can reach me at uh, RossiTalks at gmail.com. You can also reach um, Movie Lovers Unite um, at movieloversunite at gmail.com. Um, if you want to support the show, if you want to buy merchandise, everything is in the description. Also, um, check out Charlie Widman. Please check out um, A-Town Alex, um, Alex Haynes. And please check out John DiGregorio on uh, Movie Lovers Unite. Um, so next week, guys, I'm going to come back, but I will be sitting with John. We are going to review um, The Orphan 2. I really love the first one. I love movies like that. And um, I really am looking forward to seeing The Orphan 2. I haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting to see it so I can review it with John. That's going to be um, on um, our original channel, Movie Lovers Unite, on YouTube. And you can also listen to it on our podcast. I appreciate you guys um, being patient with me with the difficulties that come up um, in a live. And I appreciate you guys just joining me for another episode of Rossi Talks, movies, TV, and everything in between. I will catch you guys next week. Thank you, guys.